Elijah 4, Taken to a New Level David W. Palmer 1 Kings 19 12-18 NLT And after the fire there was the sound of a gentle whisper. After the prayer victories of drought then rain, and after the showdown triumph of fire from heaven, which led to mass public repentance and removal of false prophets, Elijah fled at the intimidating threat of Jezebel. All he had achieved so far, with all the weapons of the covenant God made with Moses, still hadn't removed the wicked Ahab-slash-Jezebel regime at the head of his backslidden nation. After all, these signs and victories had worked for Moses, Joshua, and subsequent generations until that moment. God needed to take Elijah to another level before his objective, of removing Baal worship and bringing his nation back under God's rule, could be achieved. What was it? To find out, let's read on in Elijah's story from where we left off yesterday. 1 Kings 19 5-8 NLT, Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, Get up and eat. 6. He looked around and there beside his head was some bread baked on hot stones and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. 7. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, Get up and eat some more, or the journey ahead will be too much for you. 8. So he got up and ate and drank, and the food gave him enough strength to travel forty days and forty nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. Elijah ran in his own strength from the intimidation of Jezebel. He came to the sudden realization that the great victories he had seen in ministry, everything that he dreamed would win over his nation completely and wipe out false worship, ended well short of his objective. Disillusioned, shattered, and at the end of himself, Elijah was ready to die. He confessed, I am no better than my father's, 1 Kings 19:4 NKJV. This may have sounded like self-pity, but it was a very frank admission of the truth, he was honest in his heart about himself and his achievements. This was the end of his pride, the death knell of his self-aggrandizement, this was finally the demise of his self-life. Elijah was now at a place for full reliance on God, the place God wants us all. After the angel food, Elijah began a new journey, one that God took him on. With the supernatural strength given to him by the manna from heaven, he traveled forty days and forty nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. God called him back to where he had spoken to Moses in the burning bush and appeared to him for forty days in fire on the mountain, see, XO. 3, XO. 19-20. This was the same place God instituted the covenant he made with his people through Moses, the covenant that had produced the signs and limited success that Elijah had seen through his ministry. But as that wasn't sufficient to transform his nation, something more was needed. God brought him back to the source to receive the next step, a new level in God. 1 Kings 19 9-12 NLT, There he came to a cave, where he spent the night. But the Lord said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? 10 Elijah replied, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty. But the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me, too. 11. Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. 12. And after the earthquake there was a fire but the Lord was not in the fire. God dramatically showed all the great signs of the previous moves. The wind of God, which had split the Red Sea. An earthquake, the shaking of Mount Sinai while Moses received the covenant, 
God's shaking had shaken the Philistines, and at various other times as mentioned in the psalm. And, no doubt there was a shaking when Jericho's walls came down. The fire, the very fire that covered the bush, covered the mountain, and had consumed the sacrifice on Mount Carmel. But to the immense surprise of Elijah and all of us, God's word declares, the Lord was not in the wind, earthquake, fire. He had used them in the past, but was not in them, now. This would have truly prepared Elijah for what God would be in for the next phase of ministry and nation rescue. 1 Kings 19 12-18 NLT, and after the fire there was the sound of a gentle whisper. 13 When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And a voice said, What are you doing here, Elijah? 14 He replied again, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty. But the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me, too. Wow, God's omnipotent power to do far more than all we can ask, think, or imagine, God's reviving power to remove the wicked rulers and their cabal, was not in the overt signs of wind, shaking, and fire, it was in his still, small voice, his gentle whisper. In other words, hearing the living word of God. Immediately when I realized this, I thought, what did the still, small voice say? Let's read on to find out. 1 Kings 19 15-18 NLT Then the Lord told him, Go back the same way you came, and travel to the wilderness of Damascus. 18 Yet I will preserve 7,000 others in Israel who have never bowed down to Baal or kissed him. The omnipotent living word of Almighty God, the most powerful force in existence, gave Elijah instructions. This is a crucial part of God's next level, both for Elijah and for us. This is a huge key for us today as we dream of our families, churches, nations, and world being free of wicked rulers, themselves controlled by Satan and his evil cabal. What were God's instructions to his humbled, dependent worshiper? Go, to the wilderness of Damascus God told him exactly where to go, but to receive the benefit of God's infinite power, provision, and goodness, he had to obey. Where has God instructed you to go? Deep in your heart, if you are honest and if you deny yourself, you too will know the gentle whisper of the still, small voice. This may be a horrible death to the self-life experience for you, and it will be a death blow to any residual pride, that is the normal Christian life. But when you are at the end of your own effort, your own ideas, your pride, deep in your heart, you will clearly know what God is saying to you. He will instruct you. If you obey, you too will see his infinite ability helping and protecting you in the next phase of struggle for dominance of the world. It's time for God's end-time harvest, even amid the upheaval and shaking we are experiencing now and which may even increase in coming months.